There is so much unpredictability in today's financial world. To successfully retire in that environment, it's so important to get on track and stay there. And that's why Steve Davis and Sean Toll of Davis Wealth Management bring you the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast. And joining them today to help keep you on the right path, here's Peter St. James. Now, uh, by way of introducing the, the topic of today's show, um, some people say think this is a triggering word that causes bad, <laughs> bad feelings. Uh, and, and please, we don't want you getting upset. We're going to talk about annuities. And I know some people, they, they were told by a friend of a friend of a friend, they're bad. It's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's insurance. And, no, okay, please don't jump the gun. That's why Sean is here. Cooler heads are going to prevail. And you're going to explain why it's not a triggering word. It's shocking the misinformation that so many people have. A new, an annuity is not a new thing. This isn't some harebrained scheme that somebody came up with the last 20, 30 years um, to you know, take advantage of people. Annuities have been down around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. There, if you go back and do a little research, there's indications that in ancient Egypt, they actually had annuities uh, wow. for, for people there. Right. Uh, the first annuity in this country, I believe, was in the 1800s and even 17s um, out of Pennsylvania. And it was there to provide some income for retirees. Right. So that's what it is. Right. People say, oh, then, you know, as you said, annuities is this horrible term. Well, if you ask somebody, well, what about Social Security? Is that good or bad? Oh, that's good. Well, when you're working, it might not be good, but when you're retired, you certainly like it. Yeah, you want yeah. that money, right? Well, what's an annuity of uh, uh, Social Security? It's an annuity. Right. Right. It really is. It's a guaranteed, it's a predictable source of income that you get for the rest of your life. It's coming out of a pool of assets that, in Social Security's case, has millions, if not hundreds of millions of participants in, yep. and it pays you money for your life. Right. Now, there's other people that have pensions. Mm -hmm. Pensions were amazing things. They were really uh, incredible, and they still are for those that have them. Why did, they, why did they start backing off on pensions if it was so great? Well, they're expensive. Is that it? Uh, they're, they're expensive to run, and um, there's – well, it's expensive. It's really the liability. The liability of it is that if, for a corporation, for instance, mm -hmm. if they have a pension and they have, to, they have to cover their obligations with the assets they have in that pool of money. Right. So and there's um, laws regulating how much money they have to have in that pool of money. So if they breach a threshold, now they the company that builds widgets, they're pros at building widgets. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing they can do. They're the best widget maker in the world. Well, now all of a sudden they have to put a contribution into their pension. That's not their um, uh, you know skill set, right. you know, funding pensions and managing it. It's building those widgets. So it was this financial obligation for companies to put money in, but it wasn't in their wheelhouse. It wasn't their skill set. Right. Mm -hmm. So there was that liability, uh, okay. if you will. Yep. Um, and then there was this development of the 401k, which came out in the 1970s. Mm -hmm. The 401 401k, I think we're all familiar with. That's where you put money into an employer-sponsored defined contribution plan, sometimes called a DC plan. Um, it's a defined contribution plan because what's defined is how much you're contributing. Okay, You put your money in. Sometimes you get a match and it grows. Right. And then when you leave that company or retire, the company says, bye-bye, here's your money. And they have nothing to do with it anymore. Right. right. Um, and so- People, not only people, so the company that built the widgets, that's their skill set. The people that worked at the widget company were good manufacturers of widgets, not necessarily good investors. Okay. Right? Or people that understood the finances of their 401k in terms of how to take the money out, the divestment period. 
right? We mm-hmm. have the investment, you right. put money in, right. the mm-hmm. divestment, you're taking money out. So all of a sudden, all that risk has been transferred to employees or, or us as as um, you know individuals. We now retire with this pool of money. We got to figure out how to take it out, right? Yeah. And it's susceptible to the markets. The markets could go up or down. And so the money amount of money you can take out probably doesn't go up and down. It probably remains fixed and increases, but the value could come down. So it's a risky proposition. You could lose your money in your 401k or your IRA or 403b, but still have to pay your obligations. Ooh, ouch. As opposed to a pension where you were guaranteed X. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. A pension, just to bring this full circle, is called a DB. It's a defined benefit, Mm -hmm. right? So when you retire, the benefit that you get from it is predefined. It says, right. okay, if you spend X amount of years with us, you become vested, um, you put some of your money in if that's how they have it. When you retire, or you get a defined amount of money that will last you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Now, okay, let's come back to annuity. Yeah. Um, in talking about annuities, is it germane for everybody? Uh, and and is there a magic, it seems like fi- when you're talking finances, uh, X amount of percentage should go to something. Uh, you know, should 5% of my uh, overall portfolio be in an annuity? I don't like to establish rules in advance. Okay. Right. Uh, the way I approach um, helping people with their retirement is understand their unique situations, understand exactly what their dreams, their desires, their goals are, what their needs are, and then develop the best solution for them. For some people, they don't need an annuity because they may have a pension and their Social Security, and that covers enough of their expenses, um, and they've got sufficient savings that you know they're not going to run out of money in all likelihood. They probably don't need an annuity. Other folks, for instance, though, may have – they might be on that cusp. They don't have the pension. They've got Social Security. They have some savings, but maybe not enough uh, to last them for their entire life. They may be susceptible to big market losses. For somebody like that, we may take some of that money – it depends. You know, I hate to put a number on it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, for some right. clients, we've taken 40% of the money that they've had in their 401k, and we've structured an annuity for them. So between the annuity and the Social Security, that's covering their living expenses. But there is no one-size-fits-all number. There is number. no one-size-fits-all. Right. Yeah. Okay. And if you speak to anybody and they say, you need to have 60% of your assets yeah. here or 40% there, go talk to somebody else. Yeah. Get a second opinion mm-hmm. um, because all they want to do is sell you something. They don't want to understand what your situation is. They say, I want to sell this person an annuity or an insurance policy, whatever it might be. Right. Make sure you speak with a fiduciary as well. A fiduciary is somebody that puts your interests first. They cannot look at their situation whatsoever. Any recommendation I make as a fiduciary to my client is in my client's best interest and has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason I can't say, well, I don't think it's this person, you know, we should have X amount in an annuity and Y amount in something else. You know, that's saying that, well, you know, Maybe I'm putting myself first if I make blanket statements like that. Mm-hmm. I need to understand exactly what's going on with every situation before making any recommendation. I think some people, you know, t- take advice from a friend or an in-law um, and who got burned, and then they take that yep. as gospel. Right. So looking back to this, the four-letter word annuity. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> so what? Here, you know, annuities have changed. Um, they were unscrupulous. Well, annuities have changed, and there's still unscrupulous salespeople out there. But this is, I think, what happened with a lot of folks. Years ago, an insurance person or an annuity person would sell a little old grandma, an 80-year-old grandma, you know, an annuity. Oh, you, Agnes, you have to have this annuity. You put $200,000 in that annuity, and we're going to pay you for the rest of your life. 
And Agnes says, well, that's a great idea. And she does that. And she basically puts all her money in that, right? And then she passes away in two years. What happened to the rest? What happened to all that money? Well, the insurance company kept all of it, right? And that's that's a bad thing, right? So that was through an annuitization process, and that was people making poor decisions. That my, that example was an annuitization where they take a lifetime income. Now, if you're going to do the annuitization, you could do a lifetime income or, let's say, a, a, 10, a 10 or life. What that means is that you're going to get paid or your beneficiary will get paid for 10 years mm-hmm. or as long as you live. So if Agnes passed away after three years, right. her grandchildren would get paid for seven more years if she took that 10 and life situation. Okay. Now, here's where um, the industry has evolved and changed, and it's, been, it's much more um, – friendly to us as consumers they put riders on annuities now yes right so you buy an annuity and it grows over time and you call the annuity company say i want to x i want to initiate my rider my lifetime income rider so what happens then is that let's say your annuity grew to five hundred thousand dollars and you get ten thousand dollars in the first year there's a cash balance It's, it's kind of a debit credit thing now that 500 goes to 490 you got your 10 but there's still 490 there if you pass away that year or after you took that $10,000 check, somebody gets the $490,000. Now go to year two. Another 10 comes out, it goes to 480. Same thing. If somebody passed, if the, annu- if the person with the annuity passed away, their beneficiaries would get it. So you don't have to worry about hmm. making the appropriate uh, annuitization decision. And I know I w- I'm talking, this is kind of technical. And if you have any questions, call us and I can talk you through it mm-hmm. uh, in greater detail mm-hmm. um, because people do get confused. Hey, by, uh, by the way, what's the number? Our phone number. Yes. Yeah. That, that, well, that would be 603-715-2335. There you go. Make sure you get the 603 in there. Yeah. Well, we're all used to that now. Yeah, yeah we're all yeah. doing that okay. now. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. So, um, okay. So, again, the annuity is not for everybody. It depends on your own certain situation, right. whether you have a pension, whether you have, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Uh, but it's a tool that you could, you could have. So, um, there are all kinds of different annuities. How do you decide which one right is right for you so let's talk about annuities that we use for income yes. and then there's other types of annuities but i'll talk about the income one right now in that space there are basically three annuities that you would consider purchasing for income mm-hmm. one is the kind of the traditional one it's just called a fixed annuity so you put your money in hundred thousand dollars and the company's going to pay you they they tell you what it's going to be up ahead, up front three percent or four percent or five percent per year hopefully it's five that would be great mm-hmm. uh, and then it grows over time and then when you decide you need the income you you activate that income rider I talked about right and you start taking your money out you know exactly how much your annuity is going to grow over time so it's very predictable um, very little upside because it's going to be a, at a low rate in all likelihood mm-hmm. the next one that came to market was called a variable annuity so it's like a it's like your investments in your 401k you buy an annuity and the money that you put in gets invested in what we call sub-accounts. Those sub-accounts are um, managed portfolios by some of the biggest uh, investment managers on Wall Street. So you determine where you want your money to go. Now, over the long term, it should increase in value because the market goes up over the long term. But in the short term, we could have major decreases in value. Define long term. For me, long term is five to 10 years. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that value can go up or down. And um, over the long term, you have a pretty good likelihood of ending up with more money than you started with. But we can't always control when we retire or when we need the money. So you could find yourself in a situation where 
where we are today. Maybe that value has decreased significantly, and now you need to say, you, you say oh, I need that income. So you call the insurance company. Well, now they're going to calculate your income off of a lower base than maybe you had three months ago. So there's variability to that, variable okay. annuity. Right. Uh, and the most recent one, uh, which was developed 15 or so years ago, maybe even 20 years ago, it's called a, a fixed index annuity. So what I really like about this one is that there's zero risk to your principal. If you put $100,000 in, you will never lose any money out of that $100,000 due to market risk, due to investments doing poorly. But you have upside opportunity based on the performance of an index. An index would be the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow, things of that nature. You have an opportunity to make credits on an annual basis or every other year tied to an index. So it's not going to be 20, 30, 40% as far as upside. Um, but there's annuities out there where you have zero risk, but you have the potential for an upside of 20% in some cases wow. you know, yeah. in a year. That's at the very high end. I think the average is probably about 6, 7, 8%. Um, but the nice thing about this is that Unlike that variable annuity, you know when it's time for you to pull the trigger and say, I need that income. You're never going to get income less than what you put in, however long ago that was. So is your risk to the principal? Exactly. Okay. Um, but I could lose additional money that I made on the account if it was tied to an index, right? It's tied to the positive performance of an index. Not the negative. Not the negative. Uh, okay. So if the index okay. is uh. negative 20 this year, for instance, your value, let's say you, let's say you just started it. Mm -hmm. Okay, you put $100,000 in. Over the course of 12 months, the market decreased 20%. Okay. 12 months later, you're going to have $100,000. It will not have decreased. This isn't a fixed index okay. annuity. Now, let's say you put $100,000 in and the market was up uh, 20%, mm -hmm. but you had a cap right, the maximum amount of money you could make of eight. You didn't make the 20, but you got an 8% credit this year, right? So you're not going to make as much as the market if it's going really, really well, right? But you have the opportunity to do much better than you would in a fixed annuity, which is typically three to four to 5% or so, hmm. right? So you can use those for wow. income. Mm -hmm. There's other annuities that we use that you can use purely for growth, right? So um, one of them is called a MIGA. That's a multi-year guaranteed annuity. I work with these a lot with folks that have excess money sitting in their bank account. Client I spoke with the other day, um, they're doing really well. And they say, Sean, we've got $170,000 sitting in savings. I said, good. Okay. And what's the rate? Then we'll 0.02%. Yeah. Mm. All right. Great. So mm -hmm. not only is that criminal that you're only getting 0.02%, <laughs> but you're losing money because of the sure. inflation that we're experiencing. So these multi-year guaranteed annuities are, uh, I had a client go into a two-year one. Uh, there's three years, there's five years, or seven years. So what happens is in these multi-year guaranteed annuities, you put it in for, let's say, three years. It's kind of like a CD. You, put, mm -hmm. you go into a three-year one, it's going to give you X percent for three years. And then at the end of three years, you can continue on with it sure. or take your money and say, you know what, let's find uh, another source or not another source, another place to put my money. Right. Um, so those, those can be used. So the income ones we talked about, and then there's growth ones where you just I'm put money that, aside to grow. I'm assuming that the, the three-year is making more than 0.02%. It is making more than okay. okay. But it's not making as much as inflation right now, though. Yeah. You can't find more than inflation anywhere in the market without taking risk. So you're losing less. You're losing less. Okay. All right. And, and that's less. equally as important. You know, if, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, now there's they're tied up like a three year one. There's you're you're, you're doing a three year commitment to this thing, right? So y if you take all of your money out before three years, you're going to pay a penalty, 
all right, and those are prescribed in the prospectus, what that penalty might be. Most of them have a 10% liquidity, free liquidity yeah. feature. So if you put in $100,000, you could take $10,000 a year out without violating that, uh, that threshold. You've been listening to the Path to Wealth and Wisdom podcast, presented by Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions, call 888-333-3818 or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite apps. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Davis Wealth Management and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered.